You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church here in Paul's Valley Oklahoma it is June the 11th June the 11th 2023 we're going to continue in my Man Up series, and today we're going to talk about Man Up, David, the young man. Man Up, David, the young man. We're looking at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26, and now let's get into the service. Now let's get into the Word. Amen. Praise the Lord. A few announcements before we get into the Word. We're going to be out uh, for the summer in regards to fasting and praying, but I want you to pray, uh, continue to pray. Um, as I send out the pastor's text, I want to pray for Sister Maple's family. Um, she lost a nephew, and uh, so we're going to be praying uh, for their family. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, also, uh, there's some folk in here looking a little sleepy, and they're a little sleepy because they got up at 4.30. Man, they got up at 4.30 to watch the program, and we praise the Lord uh, for this opportunity, and it's a magnificent opportunity, and we praise God for it. And But y'all better not fall asleep on me. Amen. 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 <laughs> As I shared, uh, we're going to get the layman's lesson that I wrote for the summer in, and uh, we're going to be talking about spiritual 
warfare in uh, that book. So we look forward to getting that. We're going to continue in our series this morning entitled Man Up. Man Up. And we've been standing on 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, which says, Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Act like men, be strong. And this month we're going to praise men as well as teach men the way God's man should get his worth. Again, we're going to praise man. Uh, can anybody tell me what next week or next Sunday is? Father's Day. Yeah. You need to get more excited about that. Like. <laughs> Like the girls, the girls, softball team, oh, you won. They were excited, wasn't they? Hey, man. Yeah, hello, somebody. Yeah. So we're going to praise the Lord for the men in this church. Hey, Amen. We're going to be excited. All right. We're going to make a big deal of them. All right. Amen. Hello, somebody. We did it for Mother's Day, didn't we? We had a whole lot of good stuff to say about Mama. <laughs> so I want you to be more enthusiastic. <laughs> I would listen to another comedian. You say, we ain't going to get nothing to tie. And the kids going to try to make us something that ain't worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna be cooking on our own holiday. Yeah, we be cooking on our own holiday. We gotta cook on the grill. <laughs> now we laughing. We wanna make a big deal of the men next week. Amen. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. We're gonna continue in a message this morning entitled "Man Up." David, the young man. Man up, David, the young man. And uh, we're going to read 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26. Let's stand in reverence to the word of God. Let's stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. And let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. David asked the men standing near him. What will be done for the man who kills his Philistines and removes the disgrace from Israel? Who is the uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Amen. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? This person that don't have the mark of God on them that he should defy the armies of the living God. Today we're going to talk on around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance, a message entitled, Man Up, David the Young Man. Uh, we're going to look at the question of David. We're going to look at the call of David. And we're going to look at the quintessential of David, which was his God. We want Christians to know today that Christians should never be intimidated by the Goliath of the circumstances in our lives. Let me say that again. Christians should never be intimidated by the Goliath of the circumstances in our lives. We're going to look at this brief video and then we'll get into the word. Going from being a kid to being a warrior in that moment. 
he just bent over and he picked up five smooth stones. And these he put in his pouch. And he picked up his sling and he walked towards Goliath. And Goliath sees him and he goes, what? It was insulting, actually, to send, well, what are you sending this young, unarmed, you know, uh, unprotected <laughs> uh, guy against me. The Philistine curses David and vows to feed the Israelites flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Smack talking is one of his fatal mistakes. Never brag in a fight. That is one of the basic rules of fighting. David was listening and saying, okay, this guy's talking trash. And as soon as he makes a move, I want to put him down. And that's exactly what he did. You can get a, a stone of a quarter pound, and a sling can hurl that at a couple of hundred miles an hour. That's like a whip. You know, when you crack a whip, you hear that sound? That's because the tip of the whip is going faster than the speed of sound. It's a sonic boom, it's breaking the sound barrier. That stone can hit with a great degree of speed and a great amount of force. According to the legend, all it takes to fell the giant is one shot. But for Goliath, the worst is yet to come. He kills him with his own sword to add insult to injury. You know, David is seen as kind of this writing poetry and playing the flute or something. This guy was a killer. Bethlehem, okay? And right over here is a place called Gath. Can anybody tell me anything about Gath? It's the home of Goliath and his brother. Goliath and his hometown! And uh, they say that uh, uh, Bethlehem is about 15 miles from Gath. So Goliath, they knew about Goliath. Goliath stayed in uh, for our sake, it was West, stayed in Antioch. Antioch, I think, is 12 miles from Bethlehem, or Maysville. I think Maysville is more like 15 or 14 miles. So they knew about Goliath. It's a part of the hometown. Everybody knew about Goliath. Goliath played for Gas Senior High. <laughs> <laughs> Goliath throwed the shot put. Goliath uh, played on the offensive line and the defensive line. And he was the only one there having the block. Hello, somebody. That's all he needed. <laughs> so, so, so they were, they met in the middle down here in this valley. Again, about 15 miles. Say the Mediterranean is about 20 miles from gas. So this is where it took place. And it seemed that nobody really had the home field advantage. But Goliath, he was talking smack. Send me a man. And he just taunted them. All the professional warriors trembled and were afraid as Goliath came in the middle of that valley and said, send me a man. And that was just 
a representation of battle. Because yes. instead of everybody dying, uh, we choose our best, you choose your best, and whoever wins, wins the battle. It, 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 it was going to be a representation of battle. So when David was volunteering, you, you can see why they would be apprehensive. He, he wasn't just going to die. We all was about to lose the battle. Yes. And oh, brother David, oh, said, hey, here I am, send me. And his brothers talked about you, little old, you little numbskull. You know how uh, older brothers can be with, 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 with younger brothers and be real hard on him. Yes. And he said, man, you need to go on back and take care of those little sheep over there in Bethlehem. You need to go on back. You ain't, you ain't ready for this mega church. You better go on back over here yes. or to this small church yes. over there in Antioch. Well. <laughs> but David said I learned something back here when I was shepherding the sheep back over in here probably I learned something back over in here when I was shepherding the sheep oh one time a bear came up against me and guess what I put him down Yes, yes, yes. What, what else came against so, oh, Brother David, back here when he was shepherding the sheep? Anybody know? A lion. I remember going to the Dallas Zoo and just hearing a lion roar in the cage and it caused me to fear and run. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard a lion roar? David said, I took care of two of the most ferocious Oh, animals huh, within this area and Goliath ain't nobody. He ain't no bear. Hello, somebody. Yes. He ain't no lion. He out there talking, but he ain't got the lungs of a lion. Yes. I can take on Goliath. Oh, brother Saul, the king, they said when they chose him, he was head and shoulders above everybody else. He was a tall brother, brother Saul, King Saul. You know how them women, they like them tall men, Deacon Jones. <laughs> they don't like little scrawny fellas like me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the one that should have been all oh, said, hey, I'll go. Ain't nobody bigger. Ain't nobody better than me. I'll face him. Oh, he was head and shoulders above the rest. Theologians tell us that Goliath was probably about nine foot nine. And Saul was at least six something. Yes. Probably around seven because he was head and shoulders taller than everybody else. Right, right. H hello, somebody. And it should have been him saying, hey, I'll go out and fight for the people. I am, I am the chosen king of Israel. But Saul needed those professional soldiers. Brother Herman, the Marines didn't even volunteer. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, the army didn't volunteer. Hello, somebody. The Navy SEALs wouldn't even take on this one. Hello, somebody. And David came along hearing him boast. And, and this is the question that he had after he had heard him boast. This was the question. The question of David, the question of David was, 
Oh, David asked the man standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from his, it's a disgrace that nobody else is stepping up. It's a disgrace that nobody else is manning up. It's a disgrace that we serve and are part of the armor. You are, I'm just a shepherd boy. It's, it's a disgrace that won't nobody step up, won't nobody come to the line, won't nobody. Oh, David then says, looks for the opportunity in the question. What would be done? Right, yeah, yeah. And, and it shows that they were really desperate because there was something that would have been done had they stepped up. Yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. But ain't nobody else wanted what, what could have been done had they stepped up because they thought they were going to die. Who can beat Goliath and and, and hand hand-to-hand uh, hand combat? Yes. Hello, right. somebody. Who's going to do that? That's the reason why in the, in the fight game there's a weight class. Right. Oh, because it's just not fair for somebody that's 250 to take off somebody that's 150. Right, right. They're going to lose almost every time. Just unfair. But David had perfected some new technology. Mm-hmm. You see, he, 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 he wasn't using the rotary phone. He had, he had an iPad. Hell on, <laughs> <laughs> he, he had some, some new technology that he would be able to use that would, oh, that would equalize. You know, back in my day, they said, when you have a bully and you want to take on a bully and that bully is bigger than you, you got to pick up an equalizer. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. An equalizer back then was probably a bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some kind of big stick. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Come on now. And you get up there, and you got bop him upside the head. <laughs> that's the equalizer. Yes. yes Them little yes. boys got crazy and started doing guns and music <laughs> and all that. Hello, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Better not pick up an equalizer today because you might not be equal in the right. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Yes. But David had, had, had learned some stuff back while shepherding the sheep when he was back there with God. That's where he developed the reputation of being a man after God's own heart. That was back there where he wrote the Psalms. Oh, where he had that deep, intimate, personal relationship with God. And he got to know God so much that he believed, oh, that there was nobody bigger than God. What will be done, he asked the question. And he didn't say beat him, he said kill him. Hello, somebody. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes the disgrace of Israel? What will be done? You see, Goliath, dealing with the Goliaths in our lives, is always an opportunity in the crisis. And that's what all the motivational preachers and teachers will tell you, is that you always have to look for the opportunity in the midst of the crisis. This was a, a crisis. Oh, and David looked for the opportunity in the midst of the crisis and said, what would be done for the one who kills him? 
perhaps somebody's facing a Goliath uh, and you think it's something bad, but God wants to bring uh, about something good. Uh, God is telling you, yes, it's a crisis, uh, but there's an opportunity oh, that's going to manifest itself in the middle of this crisis. Uh, and if David would beat Goliath, uh, his life would never be the same. He would go from being a shepherd boy oh, to being in the king's court. Uh, Oh, and eventually becoming a king. But he had to take the opportunity that present itself. What in your life is bragging and boasting and, and yeah. saying that you don't have a chance. Right. That there is no way. What in your life is boasting yes. against the word of God? He said, this is a Philistine. He's not amongst the people of God. And this is a disgrace for him to be talking all this noise and us to not be doing anything. This is a disgrace. That's what David Christian was. 1 Samuel 17, 36, I already mentioned it. Your servant, I want to volunteer. How uh, we looked at Moses' resume, oh, in Sunday school. We looked at Joshua's uh, resume in Sunday school. And we see that Moses went to Harvard and Joshua went to community college. Hello, somebody. Yes. But they both knew the Lord. Yes. And God used Moses oh, to conquer the Egyptians and God used Joshua to conquer the people in the land. Yes. Hello, somebody. Oh, Goliath's relatives, they ran into him because they were afraid to go into the land. Yes. They said, there's giants in the land. Guess what? Over there in Gath, it's right there by Hebron, back down from Hebron, where, oh, they would have to go and take uh, the land from the giants of the land. Mm -hmm. They always have been there. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Hello, somebody. They're just raising their ugly head once again. Yes. But this time it wouldn't be Joshua or Caleb that took care of the issue. It would be a shepherd boy. And this is resume. I've got some experience. Oh, your servant killed lions with an S. Hello, somebody. Yes, we always like to say he took on a lion. Come on now. Yeah, he said, yeah. I done took on lions with an S. Oh, I remember seeing a, 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 a clip online and seeing why he would have to take on lions because they travel in packs and they attack in packs. Yes. And I can remember seeing this was a, uh, uh, I forgot what kind of animal this was. What's that animal that the, that, that the horns real big? That the rhinoceros? No, not a rhinoceros, not a ram. It's something else in Africa. We don't have them here. But anyway, uh, as big as a, a, as a rhinoceros. And I saw all these lions attacking all oh, that big animal. And that big animal was almost dead. But then the hurricane hit yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. And the hurricane started beating them lions off of that boy. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Said, be careful who you run with. Right. Right. Come on now. Yeah. Yes, sir. You need to run with some folks that when you get in trouble, yes, yes. there's going to be some help. Hello, somebody. Yes, Come on David now. said, I ain't got yes, in sir. trouble and a, a pack of lions attacked me. Oh, and I didn't need a pack. 
my hurt. All I needed was to call on the Lord. And he gave me a a rod and a staff. He gave me a a slingshot. Oh, and I took care of all of them. Lions. Hello, somebody. And that bear showed up. Hello, somebody. We do that, too. We do that, too. We always just say, lion and bear. Right, right. That's what he's resident. Right, yeah. He said, I done took out lions with an S and bears with an S. I done took out some of the most ferocious animals on planet Earth. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He will be like one of them. I done took out all of them. He gonna drop. I'm gonna get a new trophy case. Well, Yes. He smell a uh, Deacon Melvin. And uh, he got one of them bucks. I forgot what number it was. And he had it stuffed. Mm-hmm. Had it on the wall. David said, I got several on my wall. Lions in my trophy case. Bears in my trophy case. And I'm about to put another kind of animal up there. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Hello, somebody. I'm about to put another one because he going to be like them, all of them. For he has did what? Talked about me? No, no, sir. No. Talked about my mama. No, sir. No, sir. Now, back in the day, you could talk about anybody. My mama. But you, what, you better yes, not sir. talk about my mama. Them yes, fighting words. Yes, Hello, somebody. Yes, Don't talk about my mama. Yes. He, he wasn't talking talk about David. He didn't talk about his mama. Didn't talk about his scary brothers that were there. Should have been fighting. Yeah, yeah. He, he said, what? what? What's the reason they're going to be like? Because he has what? Defied what? The army. He unified the armies of the living God, even though that army was afraid, David still took umbrage. This man had the audacity to defy the army of the living God. And as a result of that, he went from the question to the quarrel. Hello, somebody. Went from the question to the call. And he says, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and moves the, oh, the disgrace from Israel? It's a disgrace to be intimidated as a Christian. Come on now. Talking about manning up. He said, preacher, you don't know what we're going through in this world. (laughs) Swars and there's rumors of wars and and, 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 and gas prices is going up. Uh, oh, the eggs came back down, but everything else went back up. Yeah. Hello, somebody. You don't know what we're facing, preacher. I've been laid off. I've been forced to retire. You don't know what the doctor told me about my test when they ran my test. You don't know the pain that I've had to go through after the surgery. Oh, you don't know nothing, preacher. I do know one thing. Well, the is a living God. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, Let me say that again. That there is a living God. He's on the throne. And nobody can take him off his place. Right. Let 
me say it again. We serve a living God and he's on the throne. If I could say that God wasn't on the throne, oh, we would have a problem if I could say that there was something powerful enough to take him off of his throne, that, that, that the hurricane is powerful enough, or the tornado is powerful enough, or the floods and the fires and the rumors of wars are, are powerful enough to take him off. Oh, no, we have a living God and nobody can take his place. Amen. Yeah. And even when everybody else around us a part of the army, he's still the living God. And it's a disgrace for me to be intimidated by anything. Yes. Yeah. All right. Come on now. Come on now. It's a disgrace for me to be intimidated by any circumstance, any problem, any animal. Yes. Hello, somebody. Any man. Yes, yes. yes. Hello, somebody. All right. Hello, somebody. Got to be afraid. Goliath, who? <laughs> Don't you know who my God is? That's why I'm not intimidated as a pastor in our day and time. Because we serve a living God. And if you have a problem with that, then we got to have some, we got to quarrel. That's about to happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Hello, somebody. Now, let's look at. Jonathan's resume. You know, okay, we've been looking at resumes. Come on now. Right, right. Moses' yes. resume. We saw Joshua's resume. Yes, sir. It took a little peek at uh, David's Davis. resume. Yes. But Jonathan has a resume. Y'all know who Jonathan was. Y'all yes, know who sir. that was. Yes, that was his homie, his best friend. Come on now, best friend. Right. Hello, somebody. His yes, homie. His homie. The son. Right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The son. Uh, and it says oh, this. Uh, Saul's son. That's right. Yeah. And Jonathan said to the young man bearing his armor. He had an armor bearer. Oh, and a lot of preachers have armor bearers. You ain't been in no battle. What you need an armor bearer for? <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't yes, even sir. volunteer yes, yes, to yes. join the army or the Navy or the Marines. Mm -hmm. I made a sad confession that, brother, you may not have been here, but after high school, I tried to join the Marines. Okay. And you know what they told me? What they did? We only oh. need a fruit good meat. <laughs> <laughs> You're not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> At least I tried to volunteer. These men were afraid to fight. Jonathan's his resume said he had an armor bearer. He was ready to fight. He said, "Come, let us cross over to the outpost of who? The uncircumcised men." Hello, somebody. He says, "What? Perhaps the Lord will work on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving whether one." By many or by few. By many or by few. We don't need a lot of folk at Bethlehem. It's God is on the throne. He can't. Uh, uh, what can hinder God? Nothing can hinder God. Amen. We don't need an army of people. Yes. yes. God can move with a few people. Yes, He can. Hello, somebody. In this case, they only had two. If you look at the end of his resume, God gave them the victory in that battle. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, he did. Cause, cause, cause Jonathan, David's homeboy said nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. All right. Yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. Now, 
never despise the day of small things, the Bible says. Yes. Right, right. Amen. In this world, we despise small things. Mm. And, and, and we even see ourselves as small. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God don't have no small churches. He don't even have a mega church. He has the body of Christ. Amen. And if I was saved, I was put into the body of Christ. Yes. yes Hello, sir. somebody. Hello, somebody. Telling my wife about the program this morning about how we're on national television without a camera. Without a camera. Well, <laughs> right, right. And, and, and I told her that the, the the computer software program that I use to put the program together has been uh, uh, it's the extinct now. Hmm. You can't even find it anymore. Mm. Well. The computer that I'm using don't have any space on it no more. So I'm limited in my space. Mm. And I said, what God is doing is taking the little, oh, slingshots. Oh, and he's doing some big things with, oh, a little slingshot of a ministry. Right. And we're following a ministry that is worth over a hundred Million dollars. Yes. And then next after that comes who else? <laughs> yeah. Right. He is not hindered. He can say with many, or he can use a few. And Jesus said, Oh, we only need a few good men, a few good women. Oh, and God can move the world. I keep telling you, they turned the world upside down with 12. And I don't know that we ain't never had less than 12. So we can move the world. And Jesus. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that touched the army of the living God? I don't have to be intimidated by nothing or no one. Right. Come on now. Good word. Yes, sir. In Jesus' name. Right, yeah. David had a problem. He had a question. He had a call. About the question. Last, at least I keep us too long. It was all a call because of the quintessential. That's one of them uh, two dollar words. What is it? Right, yeah, two yeah. two dollar words that don't mean a dime. Uh, <laughs> 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 Dr. Gilbert taught me that word in high school, okay? My <laughs> God is quintessential. He's almighty. He's all powerful. He's all Because he knew who his God was, he was not intimidated by all Goliath. Yes, yes, sir. As a matter of fact, he knew God so well, he knew that this person is uncertain. This person ain't even saved. Well, come on now. Sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And some birds that say that top the armies, others say defy the armies of who again? The living God. The living God! Our God is living Bethlehem! And it's our job never to take our eyes off of who he is. Regardless 
control the circumstances regardless of who's here and who's not here regardless of whether it's summer, winter or fall in the life of the church we've got to keep our eyes on a living God oh because when we keep our eyes on the living God we can have the victory over anything or anyone that tries to defy the living God in our lives in Jesus name give God a hand clap of praise I think we just scored yes sir our God is God. Deuteronomy 5, 26 says, For who of all flesh has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the fire as we have and survived? That's how powerful our God is. They just heard his voice. Yes. Hello, somebody. They just heard his voice and thought they should have been dead. <laughs> it says, we have and we survived it. We survived just hearing the voice of God. So that's a powerful God. And probably today, through the word of God, that you've heard the voice of God. Oh, because you've heard the voice of God. You've got a cognizant ability to understand that he is a living God. And that he's all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent God. He is, oh, the holy of holiest. That's why we say holy. Holy means sanctified. Holy means set apart. Holy means that there is none like him. Yes, yes, yes. There's none like our God. None. You know, Reverend, I got a nice little car uh-huh. I drive that the people wait for me to knock the windshield, windshield off like yes. I did the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the only one in town. Well, that's right. There are many others. Just like it. Just like it. Yes. The car I had before that. Oh, it was the only one in town. But when you left town, and what made that one unique was the windshield was gone. See, that's what the Lord wanted to do, make it unique. <laughs> oh, but can't nobody in this world, you know, like Denzel. He ain't the only one. They call me Denzel all the time, remember? <laughs> he said, there you go again, remember, with your delusions. <laughs> right when you was about to make a good point. <laughs> there is no God like our God. No. He is set apart. That's the only way you can really describe him. There's no uh, $2 word that really can describe him. Except that he's different. He's sanctified. He's set. He's all powerful. Yes. That's the God that we serve. And because we serve a living God, we don't have to be intimidated by anything. We can man up in turbulent times because of the God that we serve, just like David did. All eyes closed, heads bowed, saints are praying. Before we leave today, and I'm out of time, 
We have to make sure that you know that there is no God like our God. We live in a world where they try to say that there are many ways to God. And when Jesus came on the scene, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth and the light. No one comes but to the father. But by he said, I am the way. That's a definite article, which means the only way I am the only way to God. You can't get there through Muhammad. You can't get there through Buddha. Oh, you can't get there through Confucius. You, you can't get there even through, through your grandmama who yes. knew him. All right. You've yes. got to know him for yourself. For yourself. Yes. yes, sir. And right now we want to open the doors of the church and give you an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as that sanctified son of God. There's no one else like him. And the Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, another definite, only begotten son. Yes. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today and you don't ever remember a time giving your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to slip out of your seat right now. And we'll lead you in the saints' prayer. That you might experience for the first time in your life a living God. Is there one today? I know I'm out of time, but is there one today? As I said, God don't have no grandbabies. You can't inherit Christianity. You have to make this decision on your own and by yourself. So is there one? You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a 
church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at AWFTL with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, AWFTL with PastorMichaelKimberleyEton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.